Welcome, welcome to Transform and Renew. I am the guy, Jerry Thomas, and bear with me for a minute. Just getting some settings configured real quick. But I want to thank you for joining us today on our live. We are going to have a great talk and I'm going to be brief with you. But I felt that it was good to share some thoughts with you as it relates to hope. And so, again, I just want to thank you for joining us today, Transformed and Renewed. This is where we dive into the word of God and we just learn how we can be better people of God, how we can improve our lives and how we can just say, hey, we're not going to settle, but we are going to just be conquerors or more than overcomers. Okay. And so again, today's topic, we're going to be talking about hope, but specifically we are going to focus on how you can live hopeful, even when you're afraid, because let's admit it, sometimes it's hard to have hope when you have that fear that's always ebbing at you, you know, in your thoughts. And just even when you know that you go through a certain situation and you realize that the results seem to be the same way every single time. So, you know, we're going to talk about how you can have that hope that does not waver, but it's going to be there day in and day out. Even when, like I say, you have been afraid in the past, this is going to help you to just move forward in the future. So again, I just want to thank you for joining us. And I'm just going to dive right into one of our first verses. And this comes from Psalms 42 or Psalm 42, verse five. And it reads, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. So when I read through that, and this is the the contemplation um, of the son of Korah, as it says in Psalms, but it says, why are you cast down my soul? So this is a person talking to themselves. And it's kind of like you are trying to give yourself some pep talk. It's like, hey, why are you cast down? And why are you disquieted within me? And when I looked up that word disquieted, it basically means worry. So it's saying, why are you worried, my soul? And this also lets us know that even though the person was asking the question about why are you cast down my soul or why are you worried what is the matter with you so and then the next verse or not the next verse but in that same verse it says hope in god so that's a command so it's like listen hope in god so that's going to be the first key when you find yourself afraid or worrying about the same old situation whether it's about, you know, a job or, you know, you are trying to overcome a certain goal or achieve a certain goal, or there's been something that you've been looking to, you've been aspiring to do, but you just haven't seen that come to pass and you feel like there's no hope. This command says hope in God. Now, it's not saying that you won't be able to achieve whatever goal you have, but it's saying Try to change your, your focus, your course of action, because when you do that, then you're able to do so many other things, okay? <clears throat> and so uh, for me, I like this scripture because, again, it, it asks a question to you. And sometimes you just got to practice. Just be like, hey, why am I so worried? My soul, what, what is going on with me? 
sometimes you have to give yourself that pep talk. You have to be like, okay, let's let's where where this going on? That can be, you know, one question that you can ask yourself. And you can say that, you know, in the therapy session, you know, sometimes that may also be uh, necessary, but it's also good to ask yourself that question, why am I so worried? And then be like, hey, okay, I, I realize why am I worried? Okay, so what am I going to do? I'm going to hope in God, like Psalm 42, uh, verse 5 says. Let me jump to an, another scripture because I'm telling y'all, I'm going to be sharing some scriptures with you. And these are scriptures that I use because at the same time, I want you to realize that I don't have it all together. Sometimes I be going through the same situations, um, similar situations, and it always be that that thought or, you know, just the enemy just trying to tell me, be like, Jared, you know, why are you why are you so confident? You know, just leave us alone. Start to worry. That's what I need you to do. And then I have to sometimes just snap out of it. I have to get into this where I'd be like, uh-uh, that is a lie. I cast you down. And so I'm going to share some scriptures with you because you can either choose <clears throat> today whether you are going to do what these scriptures say or meditate on them, or you can just choose to keep on with the same old cycle of just feeling like there's no hope, being depressed. We're not going to do that. We got answers. And this in this book called the holy bible okay so <clears throat> let's jump to it we are jumping to romans chapter five and it's actually verse five so this reads and i'm reading from the new king james version and so depending on what translation you read it from it may be slightly different okay so in romans chapter five verse five it says now hope does not disappoint because the love of god has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, who was given to us. And so this lets us know that hope, for one, does not disappoint. So if you ever felt that you were hopeful for something or you felt like hope itself disappoint, the scripture clearly says it does not disappoint. Okay. It also goes on to say that because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us, so you have to recall that when you were saved or baptized, you were forgiven of your sins, which means that God did not remember what you did beforehand that was evil or wicked in his sight. But then this also lets us know that the Holy Spirit, our helper, who God the Father refers to, or Jesus you know, refers to our helper, it lets us know that because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts, that is hope for us, okay? And so you may be asking, well, what is hope? Well, let's jump to, we're gonna to jump to Hebrews 11 verse one, and I'm gonna define this. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So when you think about what is hope, well, Faith and hope are, you know, similar because it says faith is the substance of things hoped for. And hope is essentially anticipation of things to happen or something that you want happen. So if we go back to Romans chapter five and it says, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. This means that whatever we are anticipating, 
God has poured out his love. And we also know that love is God and is of God. And so because we, and I always use this reference, when you go back to Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God. So God is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. When you look through Revelations, it says that he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Why is this important? Well, it's important because if God is the creator of everything, and I mean everything, if he is the creator, that means that whatever he pours out, that is good. And in this verse 5 of Romans 5, since that is love, then that lets us know that we have a hope that just cannot even be, it's indescribable, if you understand what I mean. And this is what we should live on. And I think sometimes we can allow life or circumstances, they happen and we don't realize that, yes, you can be saved and things just happen to you. You know, the scripture talks about where Jesus says that in this world you will have um, tribulation, but to take hope or courage that I have overcome the world. And so you have to realize that you are not free from tribulations or situations from happening to you. You can pray all you want to, but the word of God is what it is. And we have to also realize that when things come, and this is what a lot of people don't want to admit is that they don't want things to happen. They don't want um, bad things or just things that they don't agree with to happen. But Jesus says that these things are going to happen. And so what we have to do is we have to prep ourselves like Ephesians 6, um, 6 and 12. It talks about the armor of God, but not to get too far, but I want you to know that this hope that you have, this comes from God because I'm just going to jump to the next scripture that is in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. And this is going to drive home and this is a sweet scripture. It says, in verse 13 of Romans 15, it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so I don't want you to read it too fast, but we're going to take it back and we're going to slowly go through it because I want you to really get this because this is sweet. It says, Now may the God of hope. Okay, so let's underline that God of hope. Okay, so this is letting you know that this hope came from the greatest being that we ever know, the God, the Father, uh, creator of heaven and earth, the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So this is um, this is a prayer because it says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope and that to abound means to be fruitful to uh, prosper to be overfilled with hope by the power of the holy spirit and so this is something that we just continue to walk in and we pray for the lord and i'm and <clears throat> i just want to share this with you and you can use it today so you may be in a situation whether and this is related to what we do, which is helping people with their nutrition rate loss. So you may be saying, hey, I am struggling with these sweets. They keep calling me and I just don't feel like I have the 
I don't know if there's hope because I've tried this and for some reason I just keep feeling, I keep finding myself with these sweets. I keep finding myself eating these chips. I keep finding myself at the restaurant ordering number nine and they know my name by heart and they even know my order. I am trying. I don't know if there's any hope for me because I feel like I've done everything I can. And sometimes what you just have to do, you just have to be like, okay, Lord, Lord, this is what your word says in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Your word says, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope in the power of the Holy Spirit. And you also say, Lord, right now, I don't feel like I'm abounding in hope, but I trust in your word. And I bring this to you because I've been struggling. And so, Lord, I ask that you help me so that way I can abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, as your word says. And Lord, I just thank you. I'm just going to praise you. I worship you because I know that your word is true because you are the way, the truth and the life. And so, Lord, I'm, I just depend on you and I just leave it in your hands. And I'm just going to continue to do my part and I will just walk in faith. And I'm going to walk in hope, knowing that you will meet my need and supply my need, you know, according to Philippians 4. And so, Lord, I just thank you in Jesus name. And that is simple, people. And I just want you again, the scriptures that I went over from Psalms, uh, I believe it was Psalms 42, verse 5, and then Romans 5, 5. And then Romans 15, verse 13, and then Hebrews 11, uh, verse 1. I want you to meditate on these scriptures because, like I said, these are the scriptures that I have used whenever, not even only when, you know, I was dealing with just issues of hope, but really just keeping my mind just saturated in the words. So sometimes even when things are not bad, I just still meditate on these scriptures. And that should be a good practice for you to meditate on these scriptures, whether you are feeling your best or you're not feeling your best. It's good to meditate on these scriptures. Keep your mind saturated in the word because this helps you to block out the lies they may come or the discouragement they may try to overwhelm you. So it's good to meditate on these. And, and I'm telling you, I am a... Uh, a living testimony that, you know, <clears throat> again, I say that I don't have it all together because, you know, I deal with things just as you do. So I don't want you to think that I am immune to anything. Trust me. I'm not. I'm human just like you. But when situations come, I've learned that I have made a choice. And that choice is I am going to go to the word of God because that is the source that has helped me through so many situations. So why would I turn my back on it? Why would I tell the Lord that he's not true or his word is just not good enough? Because essentially when you don't walk according to the word, you're basically saying, Lord, your word is not good enough. I feel like there's a better way, but this is just not the preferred way. And so I want you to realize that it's important to start making this word, the word of God, important. And once you do that, that is also another way that you can walk in hope that you can uh, live hopeful even when 
you may feel like you are scared during situations or you don't feel like you have all the confidence. But when you do that, when you stay in the word and you are consistent with it, you don't give up, you don't feel distracted or you don't even allow your own emotions to overcome you, then you are doing something and that is walking in hope. And so if you were blessed by that, give us a like, share some comments, because again, this is something that I enjoy is just sharing the word with you. Trust me, what I have actually been reading, and this is all the scriptures I've been studying Revelations and just been learning some powerful stuff. Like I've been listening to it on my Audible device, and I've also been reading the scriptures and doing research. And so that is what I do. You know, every now and um, often I will read a book and I will actually go through it, researching and understanding what it's saying, like really taking a deeper look into it. And that really helps me to get a better understanding of the word of God. So I encourage you to do the same thing. It is powerful. Now, it's not boring at all. Trust me. What is boring is doing the same old thing and not seeing the result but when you are in the word of god that is not born by any means because that is life and so i encourage you to get into your bible if you have not been uh consistent in that so again i want to thank you for joining us make sure that you subscribe to our email newsletter you can check it out in the link um, in this description and also make sure you follow us on social media where we are just sharing updates where i usually Share videos related to nutrition. I want to help you with improving your nutrition. If you find it to be a bit of a struggle in the past, make sure you sign up. We're going to be sharing some life enriching content with you and that you can apply even today. So whenever we share the content, we just hope that you apply it, that you're blessed by it, and that we know that we can make a difference in your life. So make sure you do that. Make sure you follow us social media in the description, as well as sign up for our email newsletters and just share it with somebody that you know could benefit from it, okay? So again, we are going to be um, here again next Thursday, so make sure you check us out. Also, we have a podcast, Spotify, and other platforms like Google Podcasts, iTunes. Make sure you check us out if you can't check us out on the live, but we're going to be live again, and until next time, I hope that y'all Again, meditate on these scriptures, allow them to really speak to you, transform you again, because I want you to be transformed and renewed, you know, this time a year from now. So again, thank you for joining us and I will talk to you later.